Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. Riley, who cares about us? It's not about us this week. We have a He's Dennis, but, but <laughs> okay. he makes a good point. It's not about us this week. It's not. We've got a special guest joining us on the line. It is Gianna Bloody Kaplan. Bloody, mate, the fame streamer. How are you? Good to have Hi, you. Hi, I'm doing great. Uh, I forget that my name is anything other than Bloody. So I was like, who? Oh, me. That's right. <laughs> it's also, your name makes it sound, especially to people who are like, live in the UK, like, right, like, you're just really enthusiastic about her yeah. last name. <laughs> Like, there's an Australian singer called Kevin Bloody Wilson, right? And it's sort yeah. of like a, a joke. A, it, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. I like, oh, it's, no, oh, Gianna Bloody Kaplan's here. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's more like, it's more like, I think NA comparison is like Gianna Motherfuck. Kaplan. Yeah, yeah. You you, oh. you can swear if you want. Riley just has no, to believe don't, it. I could swear. You no, can totally swear. I, no, okay. I would say All swearing right. is actively encouraged. I was oh, going to say. Excellent. I was going to say, bloody. Thank you very much for not swearing no, because no, no, it no, means no. less of an editing burden on me later. Dennis loves to make my job as hard as possible by putting in the one. The one blue episode we had is the one where we had Foxy on because it was just untenable to like oh, not, yeah, not, yeah, not let her swear. <laughs> Yeah, you can't salvage him. that one. That's, I was that's... exactly. I, I'm glad you understand. I'm glad you understand. That'd anyway. be like cutting out Voxy's spirit if you cut out the curse words. There'd yeah. be like three minutes of audio for the whole There'd thing. There'd be nothing like <laughs> podcast. Is the problem anyway? Bloody, it's great to have you along. Um, unfortunately, I'm sorry to say before we get into the chat, we've had lots of questions submitted. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions for Bloody this week. Wait, why before is that we a get, bad thing? Um, oh. no, no, no. That's not the bad thing. The bad oh, okay. thing is. It's those damn fat cats, buddy. It's those oh. damn fat cats at Channel Fireball that oh, once geez. again, I know, we got to pay the piper. We, It's just... All right, well, hoist on the faces, everyone, because it's time for an enthusiastic and 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 good vibe-filled ad for ChannelFireball.com, the best place on the internet to buy and As sell your magic John cards. Sasso stands just off camera pointing a rifle at Riley. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Make it work, Riley. Um, Dennis, we've got something very exciting coming up in just a couple of days. People, the, 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 mm-hmm. the clock is ticking for the, ta- the Time Spiral remastered release party. And Riley, how much magic were you playing come first Time Spiral? Zero. I'd, I'd never... I'd never I, I had heard of Time Spiral because I remember going to a pla- an LGS in Melbourne, right, called mm-hmm. the Magic Dungeon, which was literally in a basement, to buy D&D rule books, right? And it was around the time that I think Future Sight was coming out, that's I think. That, that's that, yeah. So I was aware of Magic at the time, but this will be this is my first time I've actually, like, played with the cards. Bloody, did you play back come Time Spiral times? I wasn't even born come times. No, just kidding. Well, that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like 11, but yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I, I feel like 15. That's that's believable. Okay. I guess that's true. But if you yeah. weren't born around Times Square, I think we'd have to get you to sign a waiver to be on the podcast. Yeah, we'd have to have your parents' permission to have you on, I think, true. because, yeah, that would be a problem. No, I, um, I only started playing Magic in 2019. Oh, that, that is comparatively pretty. I suppose you played, yeah. you, played, you played Hearthstone and stuff before that, though, right? Yeah, I played Hearthstone, I played poker, I played uh like Yu-Gi-Oh, like Pokemon when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I played other card games, but my first mm-hmm. game of Magic was like February twentieth, twenty nineteen. Never look back. Never look back. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna are you gonna get involved with Time Spiral Remastered or are you too much of a magic zoomer to be interested in paper cards? I mean, I would love to play paper. Actually I probably will get involved because I got vaccinated like a week ago. Oh so yeah. Give me like give me like another month for everything to kick in, me to get my second shot, and then I'll probably go to an LGS and play. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, for those people around the world, I know there's so many who are stuck, unable to go to LGSs and play with the new set. Dennis, the Time Spiral, uh, the Time Spiral remastered release party is basically an online pre-release. pre-release yeah, on- and yeah, you can, exactly. you, you can get is. your packs from Fireball. You can get them from your local game store. We actively encourage you to get them from your local game store and go to timespiralparty.com. All the deets are there, and you can find yep. out, you know, what, what you know, influencers and guests will have and stuff. Riley's going to be there. You can mm-hmm. try to actively avoid the Times Riley's online if you want to. That's oh, totally mate. fun as well. Why would they want to do that? Just farm wins off me. Farm free wins, would, yeah, that's true. People would want to be on when I'm on. Bloody I mean, I hell, think they want right. a challenge, right? Like, Wow. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I didn't expect to be getting it from bloody both barrels today. Anyway, timespiralreleaseparty.com. Timespiralparty.com. Uh, timespiralreleaseparty.com will, will take you to a, probably a GoDaddy link where you can buy it and, and vex Dennis. <laughs> at, is that yeah, true? Timespiralparty.com. I see Get Riley it. typing right now. It, is, av- it, is, avail- right now. it is available. <laughs> Dennis loves buying URLs. I bought RileyKnight.com. I bought RileyQuarryTyler.com. <laughs> One day. One day, Dennis, there will be a reckoning, but it's not this date. Anyway, thanks once again to everyone who's got uh, who's, uh, sent in with uh, with questions for Bloody. We're going to get underway here. Um, uh, we've got plenty of them. 
to get through Dennis. So let's not mm. waste any time. Our first one comes into us from Lionheart. Now, we've already kind of touched upon your magic origin story, Bloody. You started in 2019. You said, Lionheart wants to know, what was the first magic deck that you ever played or built? So it was around 2019. What was that? Was that... Mono what set Blue was that? Temple. Was that Aldrain? That or? was RNA. Uh, early 2019 was RNA. Um, Ravnica always gets new people in, man, even if yeah. it's the third time around. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, my first deck was Mono Blue Tempo, and I think it. Oh shaped, no! Yeah, I don't. I know. Straight shaped, in there. It shaped the a lot of the way that I play now because yeah. it made me like it made me immediately sit down my first game of Magic from my opponent's seat instead of my mm. own seat. So mm. I think everything I learned in all my play styles have like shifted off of figuring out what my opponent does first and then yeah. making my play. So playing like very reactive game most of the time. I guess it's a little different for you because your Magic Origin story, like you're coming to Magic from other card games. Like mm-hmm. I'd never played, I played Pokemon when I was a kid, but like I, very different origin story for like. Yeah, my, my first Magic deck was, mm, I wonder if I can use this like shitty Contagion engine to put a bunch of minus one, minus one counters on stuff. It only costs yeah. seven mana each time or whatever. It was yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah, my, mine was like friends telling me for years to get into Magic. Me playing, um, <laughs> well, I played Artifact, but... You know, rip. Yeah, right. uh, R.I.P. Uh, yeah, pour one, one out for yeah. artifacts. Oh god. Um, you didn't put how anyway. many eggs did you? How many eggs did you put in the artifact basket? Listen, I was a full time artifact streamer. Okay. Well, I mean, for how for how for how long though? <laughs> like, I was the last one to jump ship. Oh no! Oh, I, I jumped oh, ship February twentieth when I started wow. playing Magic. My first game of Magic was my last game of Artifact, pretty much. You're there, um, you're there playing it. the violin as the ship goes down? Yeah, yeah you, you're there ushering everyone onto the lifeboats. It's like, no, I will be the last one yeah. off. <laughs> no, Can it was, it was actually, I have a very fun fact, is that I'm the only person in history to ever get Twitch partner off of Artifact. Wow, and I mean, I don't think it's ever going to happen again. So I think never going to happen so, again, no, that's, no. That's, that's probably not, a, uh, that's probably not a, a record that stands to be broken. That's pretty sweet. Can I tell yeah, you this, Yeah, so that's forever. I mean, I, I just remember seeing, like, my stream with 90 viewers, an artifact, like, game channel with 93 viewers, and me being yeah. like, yeah, I'm pretty Got cool. a monopoly I'm, on this, baby. I'm, I'm yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine paid an undisclosed sum for an artifact beta key. <laughs> and he wouldn't tell us how much it was when it happened because he was embarrassed. And he definitely won't tell us how much it is. Oh, was yeah, now no, because the embarrassment like, level has surely only gotten up from there. Like, it has to be hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to be hundreds. I remember two buddies of mine when Gwent first came out, like the standalone oh, yeah. version, yep. just dropped like 300 bucks each on Gwent packs and then played for two days. And I'm like, oh, this game kind of sucks. And that was it. <laughs> And I was like, That's you could have funny. you could have found that out before dropping the money on it. Like, yeah, I mean, playing the new fancy game is always the you know appealing. I don't know. I actually really really enjoyed the game, um, and it was my first. It was my first entry into. Well, I mean, Magic was definitely my first entry into instant speed, but that was like that had pseudo instant speed stuff, right? Um, mm-hmm. So it was like the first time I ever got introduced to doing something while your opponent is doing something. <laughs> Like Rune right, Terra like, kind of stopped, like even like when you started streaming Rune Terra, you said that was a weird thing to get over. Was that when you're done, you're kind of broadly speaking done? Yeah, I mean it's the same in Hearthstone. I mean we play, and, and your your background is was originally like you you were very involved with Hearthstone, weren't you, bloody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Hearthstone basically all sorcery speed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a weird adjustment to make. How did you get into Hearthstone originally? Um. I'm just like looking at my little finger tattoos. We got a question games. about the finger tattoos yeah. coming up a little bit later on. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, how am I getting into Hearthstone? Uh, I was a huge World of Warcraft player. I've been playing since I was like 11 or 12, and I was Whoa, like wow. really deeply involved. And so mm-hmm. I got into the like, uh, like the clo- the 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 closed alpha of Hearthstone because they just I guess like I got I high rolled that one. And I was like, I remember you didn't pay eight hundred for the key like Riley's buddy. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember playing it casually, and then as time went on, I started playing a bit more and more. And the way I got most involved, honestly, was like I was playing in some open tournaments in college, and I saw that they had like they had this little twenty viewer stream that they like broadcast like the the top eight of the tournament and st- and some of the matches. And so I actually got involved in production first and foremost. Like I, like I was playing the game, but I got involved in like production and then. Um, like on a small scale in the tournament organizing. That's actually, yeah. you know, uh, on, on a much longer story. That's like how my career kind of kicked off is that, you know, I was a, I was a full time tournament organizer and event coordinator before I was a streamer. 
And so I kind of got into Hearthstone just from like the beta, but I got deeper into Hearthstone because I started running tournaments and then I started going to tournaments and like the tournaments that I didn't run, I kind of went to anyway because my friends were at and so I was playing there and that's definitely how I got a lot better at that game too. And then one thing leads to another and eventually, you know, you moved away from Hearthstone, started casting stuff at instant speed, then oh, Mono Blue Tempo. Now life is good. And now life is good. Started casting stuff at instant speed and now life is good. Never look back. Um... (laughs) Uh, our next question comes to us from from Tony Perpophonics, and this one is another kind of origin question. Dennis, mm. you want to read it out for us here? How did you come up with Bloody as your username? That's I, I imagine it's a hotly contested name, uh, and I imagine it's one that you, a question you get asked all the time. Yeah, I get asked all the time, and I don't have a cool origin story for it. It was just like I was, um, I was. <laughs> re-rolling to a druid in World of Warcraft when I was 12 years old and I was like man what would be a cool name yep yep (laughs) and I and I thought I thought bloody animal would be cool so that was my that was my that was my druid's name and then from that like all my characters started being named bloody in one capacity oh like bloody bloody x yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. um until eventually if I was bloody if I was priced into the usernames I picked when I was that age, like you would I, be sitting here with El Culo Magnifico as my Twitter handle, like straight up. I just want to congratulate someone who has stuck with a name they came up with when they were literally twelve. Like that yeah. is, thank you. That's rock solid. Like I don't know how you, that's that's huge because everyone goes through like like mine was. Oh, I don't know. I want to hear this. Mine. Oh no, I want to hear it too. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. My oh man okay all right so mine started off fine it started with the letter R R okay. Riley that's fine right R good no problem there R underscore underscores were huge in the they early nineties yeah big uh, underscore did very well for themselves at that that period in history R underscore <clears throat> cool okay <laughs> going the LL oh, Cool man. J route all right R underscore cool and then just because I needed everyone to know that I was twelve eighty nine. <laughs> R underscore cool 89 at hotmail.com and um, I'm glad I didn't stick with that R yeah. under- I don't think you'd be who you were today if you were still R underscore cool 89 R underscore I don't know cool I would have, everyone would have called you cool that, that, that's the only way you'd be called cool nowadays anyway oh my can get him <laughs> get him goodness alright um, I actually think that was that was a much better origin story than you're giving it credit for. Credit for yeah, for sure. Like, really? Huh. I guess, I, yeah, I guess like the usernames how, you pick when we're 12, they happen to, they happen to work out. Yeah, no, yeah, no how many expe- people can say that? Yeah, no one expects you to be like, um, you know, oh, my family was killed in a collapsed church in Slovakia and I was surrounded <laughs> in a pool of dirt. Like no one's looking for a superhero <laughs> origin yeah, story. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, that's fair. No, it's a, it's a, like, and just the fact that, you're one of the very rare people who was like at, who got it right at age 12. Like, there's not yeah. many people who had that. No, it's. Like, I remember was... we were in high school. We had to do this like career day thing, and everyone to put down their email address. And I had like yeah. Dennis Dryack, you know, at hotmail.com or whatever. Mm. And Megan, a girl I knew who went right after me, had she was like, "Do we have to use our real email address?" And again, she was like, "Okay," <laughs> and she was like, "S X C Tomato," oh. and I was like, "Your name is Sexy Tomato Tomato at gmail.com." And she was like, "It's the only email address I have. I don't know." Oh. I'm, I'm 16. <laughs> like. Just oh putting that on like a job application or something. Oh, yeah, my sister's um, my sister's was Miss Murder XXX ninety three. Like the uh, AFI the song. Time. Yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, she had to make it better. <laughs> I remember her version of better was it was anime goddess Ariel. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a step up. <laughs> no, but you know what? In her eyes, yes, sure. Yeah, at the time. I- it was more tame, I guess, because I had her name you, in it. You can never like you, 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 like you are one of the chosen few, bloody who actually <laughs> like I can't like against like sexy tomato and anime goddess. You're like no bloody, and you know, however many years later, you are still using it. So no, hats off to yeah. you. That's incredible. No, I was talking but about it yesterday. Is that like I identify with bloody as my own first name more than my own first name? Is like Gianna is like something that like close friends or like my sister calls me, and then everyone else right. calls me bloody. Like. All my local friends call me bloody too, so it's like You mentioned you know, it even really... here. Riley called you Gianna at the start and you were like, Who? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's Who's she like, she I... sounds cool. Like... I know, right? No, like my my own inner monologue is like I'm like doing something difficult and I'm like, come on, bloody, you got this. That's and I'm so like, good. Really? Did I do yeah. that? Yeah, that happens. I got a friend called Stabby. I don't, I don't know, know Stabby's real you, name. I've talked to Stabby like, a bunch. 
when and this isn't like his online handle. It's just like when he's introduced to people, he's like, "Hi, I'm Michael's," and it was like, "He's stabby. Stop it, Michael." Yeah. You're not, like no one calls no one calls him that. He's stabby. no. I like I like got in the car. Uh, so some friends and I were gonna go pick up some food, and they had mm. their other friend in the car. We were all gonna yeah. go hang out, and I just met her, and she was like, "You know, hi, nice to meet you." And I'm like, "Hi, I'm I'm bloody. Yeah, I'm bloody. Yeah, yeah." I, and they're I like, like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had happened to meet the other oh, day. I had yeah. a meeting with um that had Huey in it, William Huey Jensen, and he joined, and it was like Billy has joined the meeting, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> I don't know I about actually, Billy. <laughs> I actually played World of Warcraft with uh with Huey and Shahar. Um, Huey's over the way deep in the wow hole. Oh yeah, I know. I played with them for only about three months, and that was as deep as I could get. Um, and it was it was weird because Shahar kept on calling him Billy, and yeah. no one knew who he was talking about. Yeah, um, I buy that. I always had to think about it. Uh, like when you were like Billy, I was like Billy William, William. <laughs> right? Yes, Huey. Okay, yeah. And like I remember when that, I remember when the expansion came out over the summer, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to be here at all next week." And um, and Jeff was like, <laughs> "Oh, are you going on vacation?" He's like to like Azeroth of sorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a way, right, gonna, I'll be vacating. Uh, we got another question here. This one comes from Specs five five four, and Specs asks. What's your favorite non-magic game that you have never streamed? So, like, in other words, what's the, what's your, like, just-for-you game that you used to, like, wind down or relax? Like, a game that you don't stream or play for anyone else? I don't tend to do that. Uh, I do have an answer, but as far as, like, wind down to, I just kind of wind down with, like, anime or, like, things that aren't games. I, li- mm-hmm. I need, like, brain to no do anything key, like, when I'm done with stream. <laughs> just like, let, just yeah. let, let some, like, no here yeah. academia wash over you or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, a friend of mine, just, like, good quote is, like, the, the brain, the brain think it. You think, think not. It. You the think brain it. thinking. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. So, as far as my favorite game off stream that I've never streamed before, probably Super Smash Brothers Melee. It's not something oh! that I could like play alone, but it's yeah. really fun. Man, Dennis and I—I I don't know if you've heard of the tragedy of Dennis and I when it comes to Super Smash Brothers. It is no, a story of Jedi. Really tell you slightly less bad, or ba- very—I mean, very close, honestly. Basically, <laughs> but we have the exact worst possible differential between our skills, right? <laughs> Like, it's not that Dennis is a little bit better than me. He's better than me to the point that I can't beat him, so it's not fun. But he's not good enough I to I couldn't actually, possibly like, play, play, like, a tournament. Or even, like, meaningfully online. Or just like, online. But I'm, I'm somewhat... I'm, you. <laughs> I, you, you. I'm sure you'd be... I mean, you, I said, you said, I, I, I was about to say I'm sure you'd beat the snot out of me. But I was sure Adam Savadon would, too. Fighting game connoisseur. And I'd beat the crap out of him. So I don't know. Maybe. Well, I, I, worked, at, I worked at a startup, a tournament organizing startup called Smash GG. And, uh, oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I learned melee there. Uh, I'd really never played before, but I learned melee from like uh, proclaimed, not self-proclaimed, but like outwardly proclaimed the weirdest player in melee. So I play very I need, weird. I need some more words in this story. Yeah, what do you no, mean the so, oh, no, 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 not he as no, a no, person is the, the way the way it's he like, plays. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. His name is Matt Dotzeb, and there's like combo videos of him just doing the weirdest things. Like he would like in a tournament set, he would like forward smash nine times in a row. And, and, and like every single time their opponent would be like, oh, he's not going well, to do, do it again. He does it again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I love absolutely that. I love the dumbest that. play. And so that's how I learned melee. So, um, uh, I'm going to go and say, I do not want to play, uh, Super Smash Bros. <laughs> because I will get my face kicked in and I'm not going to try to posture like Dennis. And, uh, <laughs> like we will, we will um, play Brawl and I would like up B as Ike and Righty just can't handle it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about it, man. I haven't uh, that, I, so long. That's another. That's another post quarantine thing to do is like go to go to like a local melee tournament. We used to play. I remember when I was a kid, my buddy had a shed, and like houses in Ireland are much smaller than houses in the U.S. So when I say shed, I mean it is like the size of the room I'm in now, generously. Mm-hmm. And he had like a shitty old CRT and like a GameCube. And I say like it was, there was like a normal TV at the time. He had a GameCube. Oh yeah, in there. no, I mean CRTs are like how melee is meant to be played. Exactly. Right? Like, that's, and like that's... we would sit there on like deck chairs, eight people packed in like sardines, playing <laughs> melee or playing Art Resident Evil Four, and just like screaming our asses off. It was so good. It was that's premium excellent. like summer gaming. Yeah, yeah, that is premium. Every, anytime anyone played melee, they would all always play with the CRT. That's kind of like I mean, I they they have monitors now that like 
you know, are, are pretty much the same response time. But I think the the real vintage and classic feel of it is oh, that yeah. like the big everyone is a really big melee enthusiast. They have yeah. a huge CRT in yeah. the house. I've seen like the kits that they bring to the big tournaments where they come in like it's a I guess, we, we were at DreamHack and stuff. And there's exactly always the one kid yeah. who has like a SpongeBob CRT. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, yeah. li- li- like any melee tournament without fail, you'll find one SpongeBob CRT. Uh, we got a question here from Lasko. Lasko. Dennis, you want to hear us with that? Uh, how do you find drive to keep going on the days where streaming slash playing magic feels hard slash impossible slash undesirable? <sighs> hard tonal from- shift. Let's switch in <laughs> lanes, baby. From- Super Smash Brothers melee to existential crises. Um, yeah. When you stare is, into the void, the, the buddy, does it stare back at you? From one to the other, but. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> No, so when it's difficult. how do I forward smash my troubles away? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. So first and foremost, on days when it's really hard, you just don't, right? right. Like you got to give yourself time to just unwind, and, and if it really feels like you can't do a thing, don't do the thing. Um, it's like it's not very healthy to force yourself to do stuff over an extended period of time. But certainly, there's a lot of like, I don't really feel like it, but I'm still going to do the thing. And the I think the thing calls, that keeps yeah. me going there is like. Um, so I'll give it on a stream basis and then I'll give it on a magic basis on a stream basis. Actually, I'll get, I'll give magic basis first. Um, sometimes if I don't want to play magic, I try to dig into why, like, is it because there's no tournaments? Is it because I don't like the format I'm playing? Like, what is it that I'm not enjoying and how can I enjoy it? I mean, sometimes the meta just is in an undesirable spot and mm-hmm. you just need to take a little bit of time. But sometimes it's as easy as just like switching things up. Like I just, I just recently got into like Kaldheim limited and, and I, I'm never really a limited player, but that, that was like really fun and fresh for like a few weeks of just like, I was jamming drafts every day. That's like not normally my style and people were tuning in like, why are you still drafting? And I'm like, it's fun. So mm-hmm. like magic's a huge game. I think when you get a little tired of it, there's a lot of value. There's certainly a lot of value in like taking a step back, but there's a lot of value in just like shifting gears because so many different avenues of magic are so fundamentally different from one another that it's almost mm-hmm. like you're playing a different card game. Um, but yeah, but, but as far as streaming goes, I think the thing that keeps me going if, you know, if I'm not having the best day or if I'm not really feeling it is knowing like the impact that'll have on other people. Is that's that's kind of it, it, it's like extremely cheesy, and I wouldn't say it if it wasn't exactly the case. But I think the biggest like drive in my in my in my brain and in my heart is like I like helping people, I like making people happy and like meaningfully happy. And I think that when I'm streaming, I just like give off good vibes. And I know that if I'm not having a great day, and I sit down and stream, and you know I'm just it, you know I don't <clears throat> I don't force happy vibes or anything. I just hang out, interact with chat, and that in turn kind of puts a smile on my face because I know that the chill vibes that I'm giving out are putting a smile mm. on their faces. And it's kind of the cycle that like, I just have to hop into is like, um, if, if me sitting down and turning my stream on just helps someone like one person who's having a bad day, have a better day. That's like so much power. Like that's crazy. Mm. Like I would do that. You know, I do that every day of the week. Um, obviously for myself, but that I think that that's the biggest thing that I remind myself is that like the things I do make other people happy. And that's like such a unique uh ability to be able to have at your work so yeah and and the, one of the things that i uh initially struggled with when i moved to content creation dennis we've talked about this you know like personally mm. I, like obviously dennis and i are very close we discussed this sort of stuff but like one of the issues that i had and one of the things that really helped me when i got into streaming was you know i put out videos i put out content whatever else and sure people make comments and whatever else but there was no direct access to actually the audience that you had and you didn't really mm-hmm. feel it's like well is this actually impacting someone but i know exactly what you're saying bloody because i have the same thing like when i stream and when someone comes in and is like man i was having a bad day but now you're streaming so it's it's all uphill for or like well, not uphill it's all like <laughs> man it's bad if it's downhill or uphill right yeah it's no, all downhill things can here. go downhill and be an uphill struggle <laughs> and yeah exactly yeah it's uh you know like my day's gonna get a lot better and that's yeah as you say like it's interesting the word that you use powerful like it's such a powerful thing to be able to contribute to people you know just put a smile on their face or they've had a tough day at work or they know they're going to have a tough day or whatever like and just being there as a as a as something that you know maybe is going to put a smile on their face the real power move is the friends you made along the way really i mean it's true (laughs) yeah um it's funny because i actually really wanted to be a teacher my whole life for like very much so the same reasons and um riley used to be a teacher so and that was what i was missing that's what i was that's what i because i went from teaching a room of you know of, of 20 kids all of all of whom you know i well, most of whom I got on really well with or had a good relationship with or, mm. you know, and, and you'd see them grow and develop. And, like, if I if the kids left the classroom at the end of the day with a smile on their face, like, that day was worth it no matter yeah, what I did, right? for sure. 
And then I went to content creation and I'd put out a YouTube video and it would have like, you know, a couple of thousand people watching it, some thumbs up, some likes, subscribes, whatever else. It's like, well, this isn't, this doesn't feel. Yeah, but then in Twitch chat, like you could tell, you could tell when someone comes in with a sour mood and leaves with a better mood. I mean, like it's like you did that, you know? Yeah. 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 But it is tough. Like, you know, like what you said to begin with, sometimes if, if it's just not on, if you can't do it, you just shouldn't do it, but it can be, it can be exhausting so oh yeah yeah. i mean the thing with content creation is it it enforces a very unhealthy mindset of every day i'm not working i'm not growing and i'm like Mm. actively like you know losing viewers or followers Mm. or whatever it may be and so it takes a lot of like it takes a lot of mental coordination and like healthy mental coordination to be able to kind of traverse the field of content creation uh without burning yourself out along the way and i certainly You know, I took like a month and a half off in the summer. I just took a month off, but that was more for surgery than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but that month and a half off in the summer, uh, like I, I was like, I was not right. And I like, I definitely, I had like two therapy sessions a week to really like straighten out just my mental health revolving around streaming because it had been, you know, a year and a half with not too much break. But I noticed that I was starting to just like not want to stream anymore. Like the burnout was like accumulating. And so I think the best thing, the best advice for streamers is like, you know, of course, by the books, streaming every day is great for your stream. Um, It will grow your stream. Doesn't cost nothing though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Long-term sustainability is the most important thing. I see people stream every single day and then suddenly they just disappear. Yeah. Like how long is that going to last? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to do something that, that, is you know conducive to emotional growth as well as you know your stream growth you got to make sure that you like build in a healthy way it's like it's it's basically like working out with proper form it's like Mm -hmm. sure you can do more weight if you're if you're doing like sloppy form but like you could hurt yourself real bad or you could just you know build really bad habits and it's just like it's it's actually not worth it it's like more worth taking your time and doing only what you can handle kind of thing yeah keeping it a sustainable pace and this is i mean this is you know this is sort of a transferable skill that you need in a lot of industries, but it does really evidence itself in streaming or any, mm-hmm. any, especially when you're self-employed, you know, and there's no boss there to tell you either to work harder or go home if they're a mm-hmm. good boss. So yeah, it can be mm-hmm. really tough. We've got another more serious question here as well that comes in from uh, Jan Liberated, who's a regular in my, um, in my stream, my discord here. <clears throat> and Jan Liberated asks, how do you feel diversity in magic has changed over the time that you've been playing? And what are some of the things that content creators and, this, these are her words and not mine. Us regular schmucks Civilians. Uh, <laughs> can do to help move forward that diversity. We, we've seen, uh, you know, stuff change a lot in the last uh, in the last year or so. What, so, what, what do you uh, what do you make of this sort of stuff? Um, so, I mean, I think things have changed a lot. I mean, when I got to Magic, it was a very it was a very like healthy time for diversity, sort of. Um, but that, I, I came to Magic just about one week before Autumn won the Mythic Championship. Um, with, with the same deck that you yes. started with as well, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was like, oh, just like me, boo, <laughs> um, yeah. and- woo, autumn, like boo, Terramander, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terramander can no, no. scary. Terry is is a beautiful little soul. Um, I will protect them. Uh, but anyway, um, no, and so and so already, I was like, wow, this is this is more diversity I've seen in the game ever, mm. probably mm. Uh, already. Mm. And so that it was really nice to see to see Autumn get kind of the highlight there. But certainly between then and now, things have changed a lot in just, like, looking at tournaments, uh, like tournament Twitch chats. Like, Twitch chats are usually mm. quite rancid places when it's, like, on a very large, large scale and difficult to moderate. Um, and, and, and certainly, I think, a, a few different avenues. Like, looking at Twitch chats, like, from then versus now uh, for, like, big tournaments, I think they're, like, infinitely more tame. I think, like... Um, on, on, on whatever, on whatever scale people have been filtered through the magic system, I think the creators who put out content have like a, on average, and have built up a lot more like zero tolerance for schmucks, Mm. not, not the good schmucks, the bad schmucks, the bad schmucks, um, for jerks really. And, and I think I've seen this across the board a lot just in the two years that I've been playing magic is like, I think two years ago, there would be a lot more people who just let kind of shitty behavior slide. Mm-hmm. Um, and like even and, if they weren't endorsing it, it was just the sort of thing they'd be yeah, like, they yeah, just, it's, it's know, not my it, battle to fight. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Or something as, something as, you know, it seems minor to people, but it's not, like, it's kind of a big deal of just like a lot of content creators have definitely like made the use of they, them for opponents mainstream. That mm-hmm. was something mm-hmm. that was, that, that was like, I was one of mm-hmm. the first ones to be like, all right, let's, let's, let's like, let's drag away from this kind of situation. Like one of the first streamers to just like strictly use they. And then it like, it definitely ripple affected from people who have felt 
the effect of it before, because definitely folks who are like folks who are trans or non-binary, like, you know, firsthand felt kind of the, the, the pain of, um, getting misgendered accidentally. And like, I think, I think that's something that was like certainly a lot more widespread too. Now I think like pretty much every streamer that I watch, um, whether they're part of some marginalized group or not, they're just like really good about that stuff. And they and, them and has like, like entered my vernacular really, really pervasively. Like so much so that I am now infinitely more likely to call someone who I know has preferred like he, his or she, her pronouns they by accident than the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, constantly. I like, yeah. Even if I know people's pronouns, I think my brain has just hard shifted to they, them. And it, well, it's and just a safer bet. Like you, you could, you yeah. could basically well, never be wrong, right? The yeah. argument, that, the, the argument that I always use, because you know, okay, like my chat's obviously great with this sort of stuff, but like mm-hmm. occasionally you get people who come in and they're saying stuff, and I've oh, got, so I've even got an emote. Yeah. I've yeah, got an emote, um, that, which is use they please. But um, when people like argue with me or push back on with me about it, like I'm often like, well, listen, you're a magic player, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to play optimally. You want to be correct. You want to. You want to make the, the best play at the best. We don't know the opponent's gender. We don't know the opponent's pronouns. You're, you're so hedging. <laughs> you yeah. should be playing around it. You don't want to be. Yeah. You don't want to get it wrong. You that's should be funny. playing around it. You know, you can never be wrong with they them. That's um, pretty funny. And that's it's an argument that I think it, uh, it it you know for some people who don't necessarily think about maybe perhaps the social impact of their words when they're mm-hmm. thinking about oh but I could be technically correct here which is the, of best, course, the best kind of correct. Of correct. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah. I, I agree with you like it is it's a thing that i think has just entered like that's just one example but there are so many other examples of, of oh, stuff sure. that is like it entered the consciousness of you know broadly the magic community i mean there yeah. are there no, are i mean assholes, as far as content there's, there's creation goes i'm i'm happy that like a lot of the top end has you know shifted to it because that mm-hmm. kind of stuff trickles down over time and mm-hmm. you might not see every magic player doing it proper but you know, uh, on average, if your favorite streamer is using they, them a lot, it might just start getting hammered into your brain, you know? And if uh, you're consuming if like 15 hours stuff. of content from them a week or whatever, I think a thousand percent it will, yeah. 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 Um, the other thing that I think is like really important for people to understand is like in the context of using proper pronouns or, or just like accommodating to marginalized communities is like there, there, there's a huge stigma of like people get offended. And, and that's something that I've been like trying to break down over a, you know my whole time of streaming is it's not really that people get offended people just get sad like it's mm. a lot it it, it kind of hits a little deeper when people think about like you know it, it, there's like a misconception of like oh they're gonna get angry at me and come running at me with a pitchfork it's like no you just might make like bum someone's day bum out, me like, out yeah <laughs> someone's day could just be really sad because you didn't think for like 0.5 seconds a little bit extra mm. to accommodate for for communities that are already like the minority and and heavily marginalized and and you know it, it it just takes like an extra second in certain interactions to just make sure you don't make someone's day really shitty um and i think that's it's a very that's low like cost message. to pay yeah. yeah it's a very low cost to pay that can have a very high well it's basically free. it's it's, it's essentially like it's the cost is so low it's negligible it's basically free yeah um and it can have a very big impact on other people yeah, so, yeah. and I, that's just the biggest difference is that like people people get defensive they'd be like oh you know like people are gonna get mad at me and it's like no you're just gonna bum someone out like do you really want to do that and then they're like oh that does hit harder because i think yeah. it easy it is easy to be defensive if you're it is easy to get defensive if you are expecting the other person to go on the offense yeah. but if you're expecting the other person to just be like oh that sucks that's yeah. pre- that's a pretty like deflating you, emotion. You, you, like, you know, now there's no longer two belligerents fighting about it. There's one belligerent, and the other person is just kind of like, oh, oh. Just sad. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that hits a little, that hits a little deeper because like, yeah, you know, no one wants to bomb anyone else out. That sucks. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't um, think about it like that. I want to loop back to what you said at the start, um, which was like right when you started playing when Autumn won the championship. Is right? Do you remember you and I were there? That was yeah, in Cleveland. Well, I, was, I was doing coverage, yeah. Yeah, it was bananas. It was like <laughs> the energy. Like I've never seen more people watching a like like gathered around and like watching on the TV, you know, twenty feet away from the feature match area, than watching like mm-hmm. Autumn. So I can't remember who she was playing against. Stare her, to stare their poor poor opponent out of it. Just stick the absolute death stare across the table. I would never yeah. want. I would never want to play against no, Autumn. I know honestly, saving out of that. No. I, would, I've, I have played against Autumn, and I would love to play against Autumn more. I, I I'm very much so like a sucker for like I want to play the best people ever and yeah, just like yeah. have I tell a lot. sickest matches. I played I played against Autumn once in a side event. I think it was <laughs> right after right after they won actually, oh and my it gosh. was horrifying. Like they like the the yeah. intensity is just I can't I can't. I'd, I'd, never, like, I'd never want to do it. 
I no. can't deal with it. And it was exciting. I, 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 I mean, oh. I'm way too much of a coward, man. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> it is very uh, easy I'm... to get in Riley's head, honestly. And I think okay, I, I, well, don't hand the keys to the kingdom to another person, Dennis. All right, I don't need someone. Hey, I mean, you want to play... play poker sometime? Oh my oh. god! There's two parts there. It is very easy to get in Riley's head, and Riley is so unbelievably gambling averse. You would never get him. <laughs> but the thing, the the only advantage I think I'd have in poker is that I know that poker is basically just like memorizing a bunch of spreadsheets and like doing what you're supposed to do a bunch of the time and I would just act randomly so like you would forward smash nine times in a row it's it's the equivalent (laughs) of someone who is like main phasing their giant growths and you're like okay what do they have why have they hmm, now what have they done here it's like no I just cast it as a sorcery like there's nothing else going on the best poker players are either the like most seasoned pros or complete beginners yes because you can't figure out what either of them are doing (laughs) yeah I remember playing with a buddy of mine and um they they played like one of the we played a group of guys right and one of the guys played like with people who like play on the world series like regularly and like had like one bracelets and is like really good and the other guy it was literally his first time ever playing poker and we were just playing like a sit and go based like a cash game and we got to the very end of it and it was marco and alex and i was like okay marco you are never ever 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 gonna beat alex heads up it's just not gonna happen so the <laughs> only way to do it is to literally not look at your whole cards, the cards. and just yeah. go all in every hand and like yeah. alex is gonna fold until he gets you know like gets you know a, a pocket pair or whatever and you just hope you have you have two over cards and win the coin flip and that's the only way you're gonna do it and he won and alex was so <laughs> tilted so it's unbelievably so tilted it's so good <laughs> oh that's so funny that's what I'd do. That's what I'd do, bloody, if we, if we fought at po- Fought? Fought at poker? Entered the battle. That's not, I guess that's not what you do in poker. You play poker, You see the flop and you punch each other in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Bam! Yeah. I would love the to. First I, person I, to I love pl- all the chips. I love playing poker, but I play poker like 10% more than basically any of, any of my other friends. And bloody, I would be terrified to play poker with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love playing poker. It's great. Anybody um, who describes themselves as like into poker or a poker enthusiast is too good at the game for me to play with them. Straight up, yes. like, oh, it's so yeah. much fun. I just, I just, I yeah, it's I, that, that, that's one of the that's one of the first things I'm gonna do once my like vaccine fully kicks in is just like go to a local poker room and steal people's money. Not like actually steal their money, just like beat it out of. No, them. that that's, sounds like mu- that sounds too. much more reliable, much faster. <laughs> Probably <laughs> time for dinner that's, after. That's yeah. way better. Just do that. Just go around pickpocketing people while they're deep. You know, they're deep in the tank. <laughs> True. Um, we got another question. We, t- we talk about the games that you love, and this is actually a conversation that we've had, you and I, bloody. We had this at a, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was a GP. I can't remember. I remember asking you this question, though. Uh, this question comes to us from Nikki. Bloody has magic and Hearthstone tattoos on her fingers, I think. Mm-hmm. What two other games are in the running for her fingers, and what would Dennis and Riley get as their gaming finger tattoos? Dennis, let's come back to the our half of the question after this. I, I'm going to go deep into my memory palace here and check in with my knowledge of the bloody law because you've got magic and Hearthstone, and to my knowledge, you've got another game. I do on another finger, which I think is World of Warcraft. It is, yes. yes. It is and then one indeed. of them is, and and your ring finger. We're seeing it now on the camera. Um, and your ring finger is blank, and I believe I also know the reason for that. But uh, mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want to tell the story, um, oh, there's uh, not much of a story. No, go ahead. So I, uh, this is what I remember you telling me. You're saving that one for when you get married. Yeah, yeah. The greatest I, game of to, all to wear a ring on or to get a, a tattoo on. No, I'm gonna get a ring. I'm gonna get a ring on it. I just think it would be silly to like put a game tattoo and be like, and then All right, sorry, it. buddy, you're <laughs> covered for life. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> you can pick a game you don't really care about. Like, that's probably fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll, put, I'll put artifact in that finger. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, What's that? And I'll be like, We don't talk about that one. Well, I guess, okay, let's, let's, let's expand Nikki's question a little bit, right? For whatever reason, you've, you've got to now put, tattoos on your other hand you got on four all more. the fingers of, you've got four more all right mm. you've got to do it you they're, they're banning tattoos worldwide tomorrow you've this got to get it. them yeah. done <laughs> oh, like it, it, you can never get new tattoos after after tomorrow you've got to fill these four fingers in what are, what are you going to smash make the cut it's a good symbol smash, smash definitely makes the cut um right, so am one. i going just games or can i do any symbols let's do anything any symbols there you go you gotta you gotta you fill get a poker one i think would be reasonable you get a spade or something yeah, well, that's 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 the other thing of it is like, um, okay, so so if I were to go if I were to go with games, I would definitely do melee, um, mm-hmm. uh, just like the melee symbol. I think I would probably put a clover just because that works hand in hand with um, poker and also one of my favorite anime, Black Clover. And cool. I might I might Freebie. do I might do the other ones with anime, honestly. But if it had to be if it had to be games, let's see. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's. There's you can cheat and just poker. do the four suits if you wanted. 
I could, but other people have done that. And I want to yeah, always pretty, have like, you know, yeah. unique thingies, you know? Um, <laughs> it's so important to have unique thingies, especially <laughs> right. in these times. Today, that's the podcast. The that's, that's the name of the episode. 100% unique thingies. <laughs> having unique thingies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, maybe a little Among Us murder bean, or maybe like, mm. you know, once they've been killed, how it's just a little ham lying on the ground. Maybe I'll just oh, do with the, the bone, bone sticking yeah. out. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, very maybe good. I'll do yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see one more game. What is one more game that I've played? I haven't played. Do you play Pokemon? Little Pokemon? Oh yeah, Pokemon. That's right. I played yeah. a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. So it would be Pokemon. It would be poker. It would be melee, and it would be Among Us. Millennium um, Puzzle doesn't make the cut. No, <laughs> unfortunately. I mean, it I made Riley cards, watch but... on this podcast a couple months ago. I made Riley watch the like most of the first season of the of the anime because I loved it when really? I was a kid. And I, he was like, what is this about? And I was like, okay, so imagine like, I'm going to put it in magic terms, right? So we understand. I was like, imagine you work in a local game store and then, you know, Richard Garfield invites you into a tournament <laughs> and, sh- and like tries to whisk you away by kidnapping your grandfather's soul. And your greatest rival is like the CEO of Ultra Pro, I guess. <laughs> and, and he, and he like, <laughs> It launches a nuclear missile into the Wizards of the Coast satellite and all this stuff. And Ryan is like, what is this show about? I thought it was about card games. And then we watched it, and that's exactly what it was. So, I mean, yep. honestly, I feel like the best description you could have given is just like uh, looping back to that poker game of your friend who went all in without looking at the cards. I think that's all you need to give. That's all you need. Yep. Turns out if you have an ancient Egyptian like prince who lives inside a pyramid on your on your chest, you can win a lot of games. Yeah, that's my secret, but don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. But more importantly, if they haven't written the rules of the game by the time they write the anime, that also helps too. <laughs> True. All right, Dennis, what about what about you and me? We better answer our half the question. Well, for me, let's, like let's, let's let's fill a let's because I've I've got you have like, tattoos. a Pokemon. I have a Pokemon tattoo already, so I don't know if I can cheat by putting that on my Wait, knuckles where? as like, well. What is the right? Like? Like, I've got a um. I can show. Take it, it off. But, Take yeah. it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dennis, you do your knuckles while I'm. Well, I mean, I think like, it sucks because like speaking as a fat white dude, I don't think tattoos look good on fat white dudes. But if I had to get, oh, you got a missing no. I got a missing. I'm showing bloody oh. now. My missing no tattoo. It's not in focus, it. but it's yeah, not in yeah, focus little, for some reason. Little, it looks like a, a purple QR code, but it's yeah. missing. No. Oh no, the, I know what missing no is. No, I can recognize the, the shape from the Cinnabar Island like item duping glitch. So I love that. You've yeah, got a bunch. You got, don't you have a Zelda one too? I don't have a Zelda tattoo. No, I thought you no, did. No, you no. Star Wars ones. I guess that wasn't. I, I think I'd be. I think I'd be a little bit of a fraud if I put this. I, I love Zelda, but like. I, like I came to the Zelda party very late. I, Breath of the Wild is my favorite Zelda game. I think I'd get a lot of hate for. I'd have to get a Metal Gear tattoo. I'd have to get you an exclamation mark. To, yep, but yep. the problem is having an exclamation. mark, I think it looks like in isolation, an exclamation mark looks like an alt right symbol to like have on your like hand. I, don't, I think there's not oh, enough really? context there. This happened to me literally today. Right, I walked past a guy. I was on my way to the supermarket to get some bits, and in the park there was a guy who was walking down. He was he was a, he, he was bald. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing a black T-shirt with a white symbol on it, and I don't know what the symbol meant, but I was just like, "That looks like a neo-fascist. That looks like an alt-right." <laughs> that, that I didn't know bad. what the symbol was, but I was like, "This, I, this guy just like it, it, he screams alt-right to me." But mm-hmm. I think that's right. Like an exclamation point. If I had just like quick. an exclamation point, like on my on my like left ring finger, people would be like, "What's that?" And like, like I think it's a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. You could get Foxhound. You could get the the Kojima production. Little Fox, Fox is probably better. Yeah, that's true. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other games do I re- what other games do I really care about? I think mine would have to have in your body forever. Currently, I have no tattoos. I don't care about anything to have them on my body forever. Personally, I, I, <laughs> I, I am not convinced that anything I care about now, I will still care about in five years. And that is a negative aspect of my character. Not like <laughs> I'd have to go Pokemon, <laughs> Elder Scrolls, mm. Little Septum. Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Pokemon, Elder Scrolls, probably Magic. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's not based on a- Co- based on hours based on hours played. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to diversify a little bit, but like I think I think I'd have to. Yep, I'd have to get little. Yours look great, honestly. Just, <laughs> just Thank like, you. Um, I appreciate it. Just like bloody, and I don't know if the last one. I don't know. Return of the Obra Dean, the Subnautica logo. I, this is recency <laughs> bias, but like I'm into oh, yeah. it's hard. It's, it's yeah. It's not a Halo thing to come up with. You could think about it forever. Wouldn't be Halo. I liked Halo a lot, but Halo is not. Like, Halo is on the same level as Zelda for me. It's like a second tier. Uh, it's not like, it's not an all-timer. Yeah, I mean, my biggest so. thing is that, like, I'm only going to get tattoos of things that really resonate, like, have a lot of emotional yeah. significance. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. 
Uh, and, and as far as my tattoos go, like I, I always spend at least like a year thinking about whatever I'm gonna get. Um, Mine is the same thing. Can I tell you? Mm. So I went, when I was 18, right? Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get a mountain goats tattoo. And a friend of mine who was a bit older had a bunch of tattoos, right? Heaps mm-hmm. of them. And he was like, get it in a year. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, if you need, if you think you want to get a tattoo, wait one year before you get it. Give yeah. yourself that amount of time to think about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like a couple of weeks. Sure. He's like, no, no, seriously, a year, right? Yeah. So I waited a year. I was 19 and I got it. I got it. I, I, I waited the year. And, and you've regretted I haven't it with ever all the tattoos since. That I've, no, no. I, that one I don't regret. <laughs> I've got some other tattoos I didn't wait a year for. And I'm kind of like, mm, well. What tattoos do you regret? Is that we ever talked about this? I don't like so I got the I got D and D dice done down the inside of my um, left arm and I don't like them. I like I love D and D and I like the dice. I just don't like how it looks. Show anymore. the I dice. Mean, Show the dice. I mean, this is only a, yeah, an audience it's, it's, of two. It's only for bloody podcast. For, for everyone um, at home, Riley is currently naked. Um, I know. Like, I had to strip spit, off he's, completely. He's naked and t posing in the middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I look I look like a twenty a, a, a cyberpunk twenty seventy seven uh, visual bug right now. That's yeah, what, that's what it looks like. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but no, I'm, it's interesting that you say the one year thing because that's exactly the experience I had with tattoos yeah. as well. No, and, and, and it helped that the tattoo artist that I really like is like extremely booked out. So even if I want to do like a rush job, it's still you like... You can't impulse it, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like at least six to eight months. So that that was Whoa. like, you know, my, my, my first big tattoo is like my shoulder tattoo and I waited mm. like a year for that. And then, you know, all these ones on my arm, my whole sleeve is like, I came to him with the idea of the sleeve uh, 13 months before I got the sleeve started. And then it was like, you know, every month I got like another piece on, but like I sat up, on yeah. that for a full yeah. year before I got it. And like, good I have zero regrets. Like I'm extremely happy with how it turned out. But like, if I did that right away, it would have looked different and I probably wouldn't have been as happy with it. Yep. It's good advice. If you think um, about getting a tattoo, wait a year. A buddy yeah, of mine does not do the rest do of your that. life. A year is nothing in comparison to like your and whole I hope, life. I hope Darren never listens to this podcast, but... He has a bunch of tattoos and he has one on his, his like, his like flank, I guess, the entire length of his like rib. And it's just a giant. Oh, from, from, yeah, from like, be- like his belly button up to like nipple, but all on the side. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like a giant blue owl. And he's like, it's like, it's, it's cool, but he's like, he doesn't, doesn't have any particular affiliation to owls. Didn't like design it himself. And he's just like, and then he's just like, yeah, I don't know. I have the owl. And I'm like, dude, it was like, yeah. first, first yeah. of all, it was like 600 bucks. Second of all, like, why did, why well, did you do it? Cheap. That's really cheap. Yeah, that's like suspicious. That's suspiciously cheap. Mm-hmm. It might have been more. No, nah, I think it probably, I think it probably was like 600 bucks though. That's not a lot of money, man. Yeah, I know, so, I know, I know. That's so like that's a, such a cheap price that I'm actually very worried about it. I don't know how it looks. That's yeah, the other know. piece of advice. I'm sure Bloody's going to back me up on this one. The other piece of advice I would give you with tattoos, if you think not about getting tattoos, on that, yeah. is when when you go and like shop around, don't go to the cheapest one. If anything, <laughs> go to the most expensive one. Yeah, my sleeve was there- a very expensive sleeve. I won't say how expensive it was. That's but fine, like, but yeah. Figure. But here's the thing, in terms of ROI. I mean, you pay 20 bucks to get into a movie, you're entertained for the next hour and a half. That's yeah. not a great, you know, that's not great. You pay $1,000 for a tattoo, that suckers on the rest on the, the rest of your life, mate. Yeah, I that's- look at my tattoos in amazement every single day because it's all dot work too. So it's like, it, you know, you never get bored of it. I just get to like stare at all the cute little dots and stuff on them. And it's just infinite. And you get it for a lot. There's not, there's not much that you can buy that will last you as long. Yeah. You, know? you would have to like lose an arm, basically, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you if if you lose your arm in in a horrible poker accident because you know you're caught pick- pickpocketing, and we go back to the king's justice, and you get me out on this one. It's like in Red Dead Redemption One where they catch you cheating and they just do this and challenge you to a duel in the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but assuming that doesn't happen, then 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 you're probably going to be good. Um, we got another question here. This one comes from uh, to us from Sean. Uh, we know you got into magic only uh, relatively recently, the last couple of years here, but Sean wants to know. Do you like Commander? And if so, do you have a favorite deck? One, oh, and, here, and a, a follow-up question here as well. One of the podcast hosts thinks it's great, and one thinks it's terrible. What are your thoughts? And can you guess which one is which? One of us thinks Commander's great, and one of us thinks it's trash, basically. Well, by the way, you said trash. I want to think that it's you, Dennis. I hate it. I hate Commander <laughs> so much. Please go to chanfarbo.com and buy all your Commander cards, but it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> buy all the commander cards so dennis doesn't have to do it have you do you play commander Bloody? so i was going to play commander i was actually invited to uh i won't name it but like a you know like a one of those youtube commander shows i was invited to fly out there and play with wow. them and it was great and that was right oh, before game nights? yeah you um, can say game nights okay all right, game fine. Nights yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway nights, yeah. um 
I mean, it's been like a year. Well, well, the yeah. point of it is that they invited me out right before quarantine hit and, mm. you know, rip that. And, yep. and the problem was I was like so geared up to go to my LGS and like learn commander with yep. all, you know, with all the friends there and stuff like that. And mm. I just never got the chance to. And so exactly when I wanted to play commander is exactly when I just got locked up in my house. And personally, I know I could play commander online. I kind of want my first commander oh, experience to just be with my friends drinking, like having a fun yes, time. For sure. As far as the commander that I want, um, I think I, I, I figured out in Kaldheim limited that Torolf would be a really funny commander because I, be happy to hear that. I, I exactly, yep. I exactly once was able to like actually play the card and then like, I, I like squashed a creature and it squashed like five other creatures and it was just, it was, it was really nice. And I was like, this, this is what magic's all about. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. What, I, I, what if I play that and then like starve extinction and then just explode everybody? Like that'd be amazing. And that's why commander's so great because you can take cards like that and take them to the, take them to the, but look, I agree bloody like i love commander i got a bunch of commander decks i don't play online very much i tried it and i was just like this sucks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this and, sucks. and it could tickle a lot of people's fancy for sure it's just not oh, how works i want to do great but yeah i i, I yeah yeah i I, uh, I think we're on the same page there. there's I'm one not thing i want to bring you... up here before we move too Go far on. off of it and bloody i'm not sure if you know this but riley we talked about it on the podcast a long time ago but oh, when, riley would, when riley would have his friends over to play commander you know have oh, friends over come, like you said has some drinks and stuff puts it put out some why snacks right Riley would buy two tiers of snacks. He would buy the snacks he likes okay. that he would keep it's for himself, not, okay. and he'd buy the snacks he likes less to serve to his friends. This is a misrepresentation, okay? This is a misrepresentation, Dennis. Bloody. Let me explain what happened. Okay. Right? okay. Explain. There's right. a type of chip that I really like, right? Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not very – it's not – you don't get them very often. They're salt and pepper chips, right? They're very nice, right? And I like them a lot, and I don't want to share them with people because when I get a bag of them, I buy them for me for all myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll bring out the Doritos. The I'll decoy out, chips. I'll bring out the other. It's <laughs> it's not that they're lesser snacks. It's they're that just there different. is a top. When my friends go to the snack, I'm like, oh, what are these? I'm like, oh, sorry if you could just not like they're they're for me. Like I just don't want. They're I, for me. I, I, I they got I my said, name on them. You I see this bowl? Well, this it. says Riley. Does this? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. You go eat. You go eat the peasant chips. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I, I, this is the energy I was hoping to get from Bloody in response to this. Honestly, but I, I just think it's I, there's just some things that I just want for myself, and I don't know why I'm getting flavor. I had a counter to this. Which so, was buy two bags of the salt and pepper chips, you dick. I don't understand. Yes, but then I wanted to eat two bags of the salt and pepper chips for myself. So buy three no, bags see, of the salt and pepper. Why are I you can, ever buying the I can understand tier? because I have terrible self control when it comes to buying like indulgences for my home. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like if I buy a pint of ice cream, that ice cream's gone within like a day. You're just inhaling like, I have it, right? Zero self control. I will just sit there and watch anime and eat through like two thousand calories of ice cream, like it was nothing. Like I don't eat that much in like maybe two days, but I'll I'll eat that much ice cream in like yep. an hour. Um, yep. So I feel you, and that if you Thank buy you. three chips, those are three like three bags of chips that you're gonna eat. None so, of it's making it to the commander table. <laughs> None of it's making the commander table, Mm-mm. mate. I got a bag. Can I tell you this? I got a bag of salt and pepper chips in the cupboard right now. Wait and guess where they're going? They're going in here. I mean, I don't have to share this. I couldn't share them with people in if I wanted to, but that's not the point. Yeah. They're my chips. The principle yeah. of the thing. No, see, I mean, so, I grew up in a Russian house. Um, uh, you know, Russian was actually my first language and all. And so oh, wow. my favorite foods growing up were extremely weird. So I had the benefit of, like, friends coming over and me being like, you want some of this? And them being like, uh-uh. No, no I just I, ex- like, I had exactly the same thing because my, my parents are – and I was born in Yugoslavia and very mm-hmm. similar – and, like, Croatian's my first language. And mm-hmm. nobody wants – like, Nikki's – like, my fiancé will be like, what do you want – like, are there any like, traditional foods you want to make? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So this is like a plum – that you like batter and then you fry it and cover it in cinnamon. And she's like, what the fuck are you? Is that a dessert? What are you talking? Or like a weapon? What do you mean? And I'm like, no, knedle. It's great. What are you talking about? And she just, and like, like, if, like, like all the home remedy stuff is also stupid. She's like, what do you do if you get a fever? I'm like, well, you cut a potato, you soak it yep, in like yep, grap- yep. grappa and then you wrap it over your forehead. And she's like, what? No. And I'm like, nah, doesn't get it. Doesn't, doesn't get it. understand. 
So normally, uh, yeah, at no. the end of the podcast, we have a segment where we talk about video games that aren't magic. But I have a counter. Oh, back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. You are trying to avoid a question. I, we're asking oh. this question, Dennis. Whoa. There's Sorry. a question on the sheet here that Dennis is trying to avoid. This is the second question that comes to us from Tony Perfect Phoenix. Oh, yeah. And you'll okay. understand after I ask it, bloody, why right. Dennis does okay. Why okay. Dennis okay. is trying to avoid it. All right. It. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Tony, uh, Tony did send a couple of questions. This one was a cracker. <clears throat> um, it's, a, it's a final question here. Bloody, if you were going to play Two-Headed Giant... And your only options for teammates were unfortunate. Well, I don't know why you put unfortunately. Were unfortunately Dennis and Riley. Who would you choose? You, you must just, answer. I don't want to. I don't want to go through this. You I can mean, just. You I have w- to play. You have to play two headed giant, and it has to be with one of us. Maybe the bigger man answer. here. You can just pick Riley. I won't be offended. It's okay. I don't totally know how fine. that. I mean, that was what I was going to do anyway. So yeah, so we're uh, good. We're golden. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're golden, of course. No, we're of course. Golden. Like it makes a lot of sense. You well, want I mean, would right I next... rather would I rather pick the guy who hates Commander or the guy who's fueled with fire and salt and pepper chips? I, I mean, it's like a salt and pepper chip. Oh, well, that's got nothing. I mean, the salt. Don't bring the salt and pepper chip. Although, bloody, I'll share my salt and pepper chips with you if you pick me. I'm I'm really that's me. I don't have to bribe you. Once I'm on your team, that's it. We're a unit. You know, I'm getting Eric Levine on the phone. That's collusion. <laughs> that's why she that's snacks. why she wants me as a teammate because she wants access to those premium snacks uh, right, we'll, savage. We'll talk about it. Absolutely Dennis savage. another victory for me there another victory for me and this one wasn't even uh, handled with you know Gabby's careful pretending to think about it bloody was just like <laughs> Riley snap it off love it no oh, I appreciate it bloody I do I do I appreciate the honesty Probably we could have had we could have had some lakras we could have had some draniki it would have been great and now now it's all yeah, over we could do we could do that anyway but also I those kind of get your hands dirty when you're playing magic I don't know that's very true they're greasy yeah, I don't know if you want to be <laughs> yeah. playing with like alcohol fueled potatoes while you know playing two at a giant or whatever anyway Dennis <laughs> sorry you were saying I, I, I wanted to pivot because we've spent a lot of time talking about video games that aren't magic already Yes, and Luddy's mentioned something a couple of times that I would love, and I, that I have a tacit interest in, that I would love to explore here. Sure. Which is Luddy, if you were to prescribe Riley a crash course in anime, what would it be? Because Riley has zero interest in what he describes as animes, and I want to try animes. and get over that hill. So oh. instead of Charizard Mia River this week, instead of talking about our favorite video games, we're going to do like Boku no Hero Mia River or whatever. Yeah. Bo- <laughs> 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 um. All right. Well, I'm a huge weep. Uh, my specialty is shonen, which was like anime targeted at, you know, 15 year old boys because it has like those like male protagonists that start out weak and then they like, you know, work out a bunch and go through a bunch of adventures and they end up the heroes and stuff. Like, without like fail, One Punch Man all- is kind of a parody of that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Where you just way too strong already. Should I just go or like leave you two to talk about this? Oh no, no you no, are you no, are you are you are or... rapidly approaching the limit of my anime knowledge, right? So you can't leave me. Because you sound like you you're dropping some hot anime references, and I'm like, yep, sure, I know the the cowboy jazz music. What is it, cowboy bebop? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard of my um no the um, Umbrella Academy is not it. What is That's it? Not no, 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 no. There's the school one. What's the school one? My Hero Academia. Ass- assassination Classroom. I mean, there's a I, lot of I school animes. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of school animes. Like, yeah. I mean, you okay. can go like Orin High School Host Club if you want. That's a whole other See, spectrum. you know lots of stuff, yeah, that's, that's exactly Riley's cup of tea. I could see him. I could see him in that anime. Uh, All right. <laughs> Riley, well, could you Google Orin High School Host Club for me real quick? Orin High School Houskin, what is it? High school. <laughs> if, you just, if you just search High School Host Club, you'll get it. High School Host Club. This is now on my Google like search history. It's not Orin bad. Orin High School Host Club. Yeah, I can I see you as one of those characters. Okay. All right, it's I'm basically, looking at it. It's, it's basically, as I recall, I've never actually watched a show, but a buddy of mine loved it. As I recall, I it is basically it. a show of, like, pseudo-professional gentlemen, basically. Yeah. Right, bloody? That's kind of the, the crux. Yeah. That's very accurate. And you're, and you're just like, you're just like a very, 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 very chivalrous. Your name is Knight. Mm. It fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you, like, present women with, like, roses and gifts and stuff. You know. So it's, it's Weave the Bachelor? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> a bachelorette, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they're ever actually trying to, like, end up with, uh, like, any of their, you know, uh, like, w- with any of the women. I think the whole point is that they're just, like, it's kind of their job to just, like, be gentlemen. And that's pretty much it. And, like, the oh, girls swoon and stuff that. like that. And that's, yeah. yeah. Oh, a group oh, of six pro- male students who gather to entertain female, parentheses, clients with sweets I mean, and tea. Girls swooning over me is, oh, jeez. You get to know, you get to know yeah, that in real life. You don't need to. You I mean, that's it. I saw just art imitates love here, Dennis. Well, the sound of it for me. <laughs> no, um, do you actually... no, look, I've okay. never been into Anaheim. So if you want to try to sell me on it, you too, bloody. If you've got the sales pitch for Anaheim, then I'm I'm here to listen. Well, Go well, ahead. Here's the thing. One of the animes you like is like the best entry level one. 
Best entry level? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's definitely... That's definitely the best. Um, that's definitely the best, like, normie takes a step into anime world. Uh, <laughs> is that the one where the guy turns his daughter into a dog? Yes. yes. Oh, I do know, Savannah. I know a little bit. Okay, yeah, that's See, not bad. That's, that's, that's right at the gates. That's right at the anime gates. That's, you know. Um, that is you can probably watch Attack anime. on Titan. That's probably accessible. I actually have not watched Attack on Titan because the Titans spook me. And that's I mean, all. they are in your defense terrifying so like, yeah no. <laughs> so i i haven't watched it because they're scary so i watched I two seasons it. of it it's great riley we should watch attack on titan together i think you'd like it i would Dennis, disagree have... with that being the first anime to get into but you know what i'm sure you yeah um it I'm is hyper violent i guess <laughs> yeah so the thing i like about anime is that uh they 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 contrive their storylines in such a manner that you can't quite put together with real people is that like you know you're always going to be able to go the extra mile and do the extra badass thing that like, you know, regular shows might not be able to do. It's like, you're not restricted mm-hmm. by anything. Anime, or reality, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so I found my genre. I love them, them fighting animes with the, with the intense battles and like the character development and the, and the wholesome feels. It's like that hits me very, very, you know, deep. And there's a lot of anime like that. I mean, currently, I'm watching One Piece, which is notably the longest anime still running. Uh, is there like, or ever. Oh, like well north of a thousand episodes? Yeah, it's it's just about a thousand episodes. I am three hundred yeah. episodes in. I'm like one third of the way through the show. Um, so so of course you don't have to get into One Piece. Full Metal Alchemist is definitely a really good starting point, but I mean and I'm loving it. Like anime is amazing. It's so good. It's popular for a reason. I'll say mm-hmm. that. It's not like, it's not like, you know, your one friend who likes anime watches it. It's like, you, you go, you go, you go down your list of friends and I, like, I guarantee you at least like 60 to 70% of the people you're closely acquainted with have at least watched one anime and probably enjoyed it. Like, it's just good. It's just good stuff. I, I, I like to talk, like, I watched like, uh, like one of my ex-girlfriends was way into anime and like, 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 like weirder stuff. Like she was like obsessed with like, black butler and like dog and scissors and stuff and these are like like odd significantly odder shows than what bloody's trying to pitch you on here mm-hmm. and yeah, they're so I mean, fun yeah uh, there, there's something for everyone for anime i mean like my sister when she came to visit we we watched uh you know a 12 episode show on just a girl who likes ramen and it was actually really nice she it was just on a day-to-day she would talk about she she like I, I don't know how to describe it other than she likes ramen and it's just like her friends learn how much she likes ramen. And it's like, it sounds silly, but you know, we had a lot of ramen during our trip and it was very tasty. Oh, nice got 12 episodes out of that. That's incredible. It was, it's actually so good. Honestly, it's so good. Um, I think one of the biggest issues with anime and anime fans is just PR. PR, um, wow, yeah. <laughs> because, uh, well, it's the same with history. I love history, but trying to sell people on history is like, ah, it's boring, it's old, who cares, dates and uh, whatever. But like, Every anime fan I've spoken to has this has broadly, broadly speaking, the same sort of line as bloody on it. But the thing is, it's just like it's the way that it's presented. And I have to say, like, full credit to bloody for doing it in a way that doesn't immediately make me cringe so hard, my teeth shatter. But like, <laughs> your typical anime fan is like, no, it's the best thing in the in the world. You've got to watch this. They'll reach their shelf, hand you t- a stack of ten DVDs. Like, you've got to watch this, and you're like, I don't. It's fine. I really no, no, no take them, take them, take them. It's the a slog for the first hundred eighty episodes, but then it really picks yeah. up. Oh, you know? Did, did you watch them? Did you watch those DVDs again? Because they're so good. You know, we, we can talk about it. It's like, I just, just you, you, you're too into this, man. You're yeah. too into it, and it's putting me off. What um, if we just like yeah, watch I mean, Akira? Could you watch just a movie? <laughs> well, that's the thing. There's also there's also kind of the misconception of like the classics are the best gateways, which like Akira yeah, is a pretty weird freaking gateway to get into. I feel like if you want that's actually very way, true. The first eighty percent of it's kind of fine, and then it goes way off the rails. <laughs> yeah, that, that that gave me some nightmares. Anyway, um, there's there's a lot of anime that randomly gives you nightmares, but uh, it's good. It is a good medium to consume your content in. If you ever get tired of, you know, the limitations of, of human normies, uh, and, and whatever <laughs> they could produce, uh, go watch some anime. I mean, hey, there's, a, there's a lot of really good cartoons for the same reason. Like, I really loved Gravity Falls. I feel like you would Me actually too. really love Gravity Falls, Riley. Um, that's like, it, it, it's kind of like a history buffs show. It's, it's not like real up. history, but it's like, you know. I think you would like it. Yeah, it's really good. You know what? Yeah. You know, this Falls. might make you upset, bloody. I watched all of Gravity Falls and I stopped watching it like halfway through the last episode. Hmm. That is upsetting. I literally got to like Weird Begetting or whatever and I was like, 
and I, I, like something happens to interrupt me watching it. I was like, I just never went back to it. That I don't know why. Highly upsetting. It, it, not, it was weird, not, right? I don't know why. I'm not going to get mad. I'm just going to tell you objectively, you've upset me, and I think oh, this no, is time to end the podcast. Wow. We talked about how that. That is the I am not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What fantastic! Well, um, I, I'm not going to say that I'm meaningfully more likely to watch any Anime anytime soon, but this could be the sort of thing. Like this could be the seed of the tree that was planted. I mean, Riley, in it's at your time. own pace. Whenever you feel like it, go for it's it. I'm not going to force you, know? you into it. Like the rest of your experiences, I'm just going to let it, you know worry. that you're going to do it eventually. And I look forward to it. Wow. You yeah. Okay. And we can. That was I'll, somehow I'll, more I'll, threatening. <laughs> I'll give you a call when I'm wanting to pick out, you know, which body pillow I want to, uh, I want to buy for myself. We'll say uh, anyway. We would, when we went to Japan, we were in like that, like a bit, for CFB, we had a big, there's a, uh, it was like a big multi-story mall. And one of the floors was a, what they would describe as a gentleman's section that is just wall to wall awful body pillows. You're talking and about that was, uh, Akihabara, that was, right? Or it was in Akihabara. It was, it was in yeah. Akihabara, yeah. Yeah. Which is mostly like a place where you can buy a bunch of Sega Genesis games, mm. except for like these two stores that are wall to wall body pillows. And I was, I like, Riley is right. That is bad anime PR. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Needs a PR overhaul. Anyway. Um, we're done. That's it. We're out of time. Thank you very much, buddy, for being on the show. It's been well, really excellent to have me. you. Um, where can people find you? You, you, Stream a bunch. You're on Twitter. Yeah. Straight to at SXCTomato. It's literally just twitch.tv slash bloody or twitter.com slash bloody. You go to my Twitch if you want to see me live and play games and have fun. You go to my Twitter if you want what all of the internet wants, which is just cute girl selfies. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, that's pretty much, that's where you find me. Uh, I have a Discord too. I have a bunch of, uh, adorable folks in there. It's actually so cute how, how, how much my Discord has built up. I love them so much because I wake up in the morning and I look and there's like 40 messages, messages of everyone saying good morning to each other. It's, it's so cute. Jeez. It starts at like 4 a.m. and someone's like, ah, oh, good morning. And everyone's like, oh, morning. What's up? How's it going? And then they just like get started. And I, and I wake up at like, you know, nine and I'm like, good morning. And then everyone just does a whole nother round of it. Like, oh, bloody's up. What up? And it's like, it's so cute. It's so nice. Anyway. Wow. Not a, ba- not a bad way to start the day. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a, it's so friendly. Anyway, if it's you right, want, I message Riley at eight AM every day. Just say go fuck yourself. Like right at the game. There's another beep I got to put in, man. Maybe I just won't. Maybe this is going to be explicit episode as well. This is this is just Voxy all over again, mate. All these bloody all these swears. Well, in any case, um, feel free to swing by if you just want a comfy place to hang out, watch some magic, watch some murdering. I play a lot of Among Us. It's fun. Um, some and yeah, it's. It's 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 a good place to be. It's I I am as the one who you know proctored the proctored the community. I would say I'm a fan. But yeah, I don't know. Feel free to check me out. Twitch.tv/bloody. I am live almost every morning. Uh, so you're gonna go live right after this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat some pancakes and then I'm gonna turn my stream on. Nice, excellent. Well, thank you once again, mate, for being part of the show. It was really, yeah, it was really fun so to have having. a chat. And, it was really fun. Yeah, we the... haven't chatted in forever because we haven't been to events, so it's been nice. Yeah. Mm. It was good to get into the the thingy deep lore. <laughs> That's good. Big, oh, is that, is oh, that yeah. called big thingy energy? <laughs> big thingy energy. That's what we're looking at here. Oh, boy. oh dear. Anyway, thanks very much, buddy. Uh, I guess also thanks, Dennis, for being here, but to a much lesser extent. Yeah, I mean, every week is really yeah thank you so much for having me, Riley, and to a lesser extent, Dennis. Oh, oh wow! I love this. We got We got to have shooting him from both sides of the hip. No, Holy this shit! Is, this okay. is great. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Anyway, channelfiber.com, of course. Sign up for the uh, the Times release party. You got to do it nice and quick because it's happening this weekend. And if you miss it, uh, of course, still still the best place to go and buy it. So you can use coupon code night at checkout. Work on and uh, coupon code night. And um, thanks to Joe Kim Crud for the use of our theme song. And we're done. That's it, Dennis. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>